Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. It's Andrew here. Welcome to today's podcast, where I am doing an interview with Tim and Cheryl Freak. They're um, they're actually client clients of ours for the last uh, three and a half years, and they're actually now both working with us, coaching other farmers. Um, they, they run a really successful farming enterprise, a cropping and a sheep business, um, and they they talk a lot about in this in, in this interview that I'm doing about the importance of profiting. Uh, and and learning about how to maximize the profitability of your farm, but really the gist of this podcast is I'm I'm diving into how they're setting their farm up to create a, what we call a freedom farm. A freedom farm is a profitable enterprise that has the ability to work without them. Now they don't have the luxury of children coming back through that really want to get involved in the farm, and that that may change. But at this particular stage in their lives. Um, they want to slow down, they want to take more time out, they want to travel the world, they want to enjoy life and they want to step back from the, the day-to-day running of the business and so they're, they're in the process of setting that up and it's just a fantastic um, uh, sharing from them. I'm, I'm very grateful that they're, they're allowing this to be uh, distributed via this podcast um, because they, they share this information back to our clients uh, just to put this into context every month part of our coaching and mentoring program we, we run a what's called a growth session and that's usually where we share something to help farmers grow or we interview a successful farmer or someone else that's successful and all the farmers tune in and, and listen um, so this is actually one of those and uh, I've had to cut this up a little bit so I actually had to cut the, the first bit off I apologize because it um, cuts out the introduction but uh, it's still fantastic quality. Just you, you'll just you'll hear that when it, when when we move over to the interview, and I cut a bit off the back end as well, um, just to simplify and shorten a little bit. But very very generous for of what they share, and uh, just just really listen to the 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 way that they're going about uh, grooming, if you like, a, a manager to take on more responsibility, and 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 how they're stepping back. And what I like most about this is their idea that they've come up with to enable this manager to to get some equity in the business uh, it's very unique i i i get so excited about this because uh, i think it's one of the smartest things that i've heard when it comes to even succession planning and separating if you like the, the land and and the way the business runs um it'll really open up an idea or two for you so make sure you listen through to just hear that part alone but uh, there's a lot to learn from Cheryl and Tim, you'll, you'll hear that the passion, they're very passionate farmers. They love what they do. They now sit on uh, other farmers' boards, uh, other farm boards, I should say. They're, they're really successful. They, they have so much knowledge and so much to offer. Um, I feel very, very grateful that they're, they're also coaches help supporting us and helping us uh, fulfill our mission of, of helping prof, uh, farmers profit and succeed. So, Let's dive straight into it. Enjoy this podcast. Please share it if you think it would be useful or let us know what you think. Um, take care and, and thank you again to Cheryl and Tim. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, loud and clear. And um, if there's going to be an issue, I'll resort back to phone. I think it might be, we might, you might just have to be a little bit closer to the speaker. I think that's all it was.
but we'll just we'll try this for now if that's okay okay so we'll continue on so so i'm just going to reiterate as much as what i heard um five years ago they started um anika was it was a driver um uh, she and sorry aaron was the truck driver correct but it was the attitude that most inspired you and three years ago or four yeah three years ago when you started fireman armors academy you had this thought process of we want to create a freedom farm and was it almost like you 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 just had a feeling that maybe the, this is the couple that could potentially one day help us help support us with that dream would, would that be a fair fair thing to say uh yeah definitely like they they were a couple that we really liked and their work ethic and I guess just the way they went about their own business and we could see that they were, um, Aaron in particular, just thinking about efficiency, how can you do this job better? It's just what I think really drives our business is how efficient we can be all the time. So I just, I just love his thinking and yeah. he, and Aaron's a guy that can basically fix up things very quickly Um yeah, he's a he's a welder by trade. So anything in the workshop, well, he's very good at, and he just manages to pick things up very quickly. And he's he's got a great ability to think big picture and and um, just see uh, what what needs to be done in the future, and then also prioritise things. You know, so you're not getting yeah, you're just making sure you're doing the most important thing. So I guess I could see all those features in him that yeah. I think just. That's what drives a, a profitable farm. So, yeah, and and so and so, just to be clear, they're currently um, on that on that journey as well. They are also running. When, when did they start their business, the fencing business, and how did that all come about? Because they were working. Were they working part time for you? Let's just. I just want to get a bit more clarity around how much they were working with you versus putting into their own own stuff. So, yeah, they started their fencing business probably about five years ago or so. Um, and, uh, like, Annika just started working with us just overseeding. So she was just helping with the roller driving, overseeding. Yeah. And then um, we needed a taste of driver over harvest, so she helped us with that. <laughs> and um, and then it was probably only, I reckon, three years ago that um, Aaron got his truck licence. We, we helped him get his truck licence so that he could help us during harvest with driving the truck. And then we had an employee leave. That's why we had needed someone for the truck licence. And so um, then he said he'd help out at seeding as well. That's sort of the main periods when we need someone. So so it ended up that they were helping seeding and harvest. Um, and so, you know, which was like Tim said before, about four months of the year, they were working with us and the rest of the time running their own business in between, which gave us a great opportunity to see both how they work on our farm and, um, you know, which you, you can quickly pick up <laughs> what people are like when you get to work with them and yep. also to watch how they actually set up their own business and went about running their own business and we were really impressed by that as well. So, um, yeah, it was it was a good, it was a really good way for us to, you know, get a really good feel for what they're like without um, actually taking them on board so much, I mean, actually taking them on board full-time. So, But we've actually now employed Aaron full-time as of April and um, Annika is well, working with us nearly full-time. She's just got a fair bit more flexibility. She's working on a casual basis and so um, she sort of comes and goes a bit more depending on when we need her, which is working really, really well. Yeah, okay. And, and um, I mean, you, you, you spoke about this at the deep dive as well because you made the decision, um, and just to, just to take a step back to remind everyone, 
um, you bought out their their business, correct? Yep. Yeah. When, when was yeah. that? Yeah. Just to put it into context, so you bought out their business, so, so that then gave um, them the capacity to come and work for you full time. Well, yeah. Um, so when we put the proposal to them to come and work with us full time, um, the intention at that stage was that for them to sell their business to someone else, and they they had a plan and they were working towards that plan of selling to someone else. But that kind of started to pull through, and we really badly wanted them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and just you know, well, I guess we started to see how um, having the fencing business could work really well with our business. And I mean, we've got lots and lots of fencing we need to do here for starters. And so, just to have the right equipment um, was going to be really, really valuable for us. And then we could also see how there's lots of synergies as far as having the fencing business. And when we need extra employees, potentially having extra employees available. There's you know certain certain times of the year where you need a couple of extras. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, decided to go down that path, and um, it's been really good <laughs> so far. Yeah, we, we do have another. Just going to say, we do have another employee that works sort of part time doing some fencing contracting. So we didn't really want Aaron going out fencing because otherwise he may as well have stayed doing what he was doing but so he's working on the farm but he has had an odd day where he goes out it's actually his brother that he he trained up to do fencing so he uh, he goes fencing um yeah whenever he can fit in he's actually a plumber so when he hasn't got any work he'll just go fencing so it's a really good fallback for him so that's another win-win that we've actually tried to create as well and and he's a great guy he's got the same work ethic and just 100 trust so that's that's what that one's working really well too. So yeah, I'm going to come back to that a little bit. Shortly. A strong work ethic and particularly the hundred percent trust. But um, just quick, briefly, how, how old's Aaron and how old's Anika? Just to just to put a bit of context around it. Yeah, they're both twenty eight. So yeah, okay. that good good age, mature. <laughs> so not really a huge amount of experience, really leading into starting with you. Correct. I mean, would you say that they had much farming knowledge before before working with you? Uh, not really. Aaron originally was brought up on a farm but didn't really stay there for too long and Annika's from Germany and zero farming experience. So, but they, they've helped out on farms a little bit here and there but I think they've got a burning desire to want to own a farm or be involved in a farm. So that's sort of what's what drive, is driving them. Okay. So I just want to make points of this because I think this is so useful for people looking to find the right people. Um, burning desire to want to be involved in farms um work ethic i mean the, the, i would imagine integrity super high right the the, the trust let, let's just just for a moment I, I just want to explore that a little bit more the the trust factor um how's that become so high for you, for you what what what's different about them that's enabled you to have such high trust um i guess what our values i guess at the end of the day when we do a vision traction organizer and when we gone through all of those things and basically tick all the boxes and I think um, because we've been involved in a couple of share farming properties and and with those there's got to be 100% trust otherwise it's not going to work so I just it's just something that if you haven't got it well it's not going to work so you just yeah and it's one of those things it's got to be give and take all the time and and as it gets down to communication you know, okay, things might not go to plan, but you, just as long as everyone's communicating and being open and honest, that's just it. It just works. Yeah. Yeah, and I can also pick up as well what you said before, Tim, with Aaron. I wrote it down. I mean, you you said he picks up things quickly. He's big picture, 
but he's got a lot of skills like welding. And it sounds to me like on that get it, want it capacity, he would, he's would he got a tick next to all three of those, right? He gets it, he wants it, he's got capacity. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think if, you, if you're looking for someone going down that track, they they just have to tick all those boxes. And, yeah, yeah and when we when we he started working for us, we could see that he would tick all the boxes. And then we, we thought, well, we've, we've got to get him. And, you know, it's sort of, yeah, it made the decision so easy to – we to, to entice him and I guess when we when we did uh, to get him full time initially part part of the package that we offered was to to mentor him and to train him and and basically using all the everything we've learned in farm owners just basically just makes makes the whole job of mentoring someone so much easier and so I guess that's what what I'm really 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 loving is actually mentoring a young guy that's just sucking it all in and he just wants to learn so that it's just it's really exciting from my behalf i've found someone that just takes it all in and wants to learn and yeah it's just it's it's exciting for me yeah well you're you're in a position to give back and, and i would assume as well tim it's it's um and cheryl it's very motivating for you having a young couple coming in correct that probably keeps you on your toes too to to um, want to want to become better, better leaders and better, and um, all of those areas. I find when you hire great team members, that it motivates you to want to be even a better better leader. Would that be a fair call? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I guess that's something that I've, I've sort of found. What I guess through farm owners that the leadership thing was probably something that I've you know lacked, and I'm still learning. Um, no, no, no means I've got it all yet, but like. I feel like I'm doing it a lot better and I guess that's sort of something that, um, yeah, I'm really trying to make a real focus on is, is leadership and, and the skills around managing people. And I'm, I'm getting to the stage now where I, I actually really enjoy managing people. And back a few weeks ago, we had a team of, I don't know, we had about eight people, all, we had a lot of stuff happening and I, it was it was flat out, but I, I loved it. It was a challenge and um, I, I just love a challenge like that and, and getting that team environment, you know, I've coached footy before and I just love that sort of team environment and if trying to create that on our farm that, you know, okay, we, we, work, we have our busy periods, we work hard, but let's, let's enjoy, let's enjoy it and I guess the, creating the environment that all these guys just love coming to work and I, my biggest problem is actually getting guys to go home because I, I can't. <laughs> I hang around and I say, go home, go home, go and see your family. But you know they're, they're quite happy, which is it's a great problem. I shouldn't complain. Oh, it's the best problem on the planet, and it boils down to one key word, which is culture. You know, this is this is what makes great teams. You've created a culture, a place that people want to hang out and be part of. And the thing, the the reason why I really wanted to do this um this interview is. Something that um, you all actually, I think it was you, Cheryl, a long, this would have been two years ago. And I know you're still in the process of, of going through what we're about to talk about. But, you know, you, there was this combination of we want to create a freedom farm, but we really want to also, we, we found a, a couple of people that we really like, we really care for them. I mean, I, it sounds to me almost like they're, they're part of your family um, in some ways, Aaron and Anika, like you care for them, right? And, and you rang me and you said, you know, we, we want to find a win-win. We want to find a way that can help them get what they want, um, which is be part of something and, and you know, potentially some taking on more responsibility, 
but also give you the the capacity to create a freedom farm, which is um, allow you to let go of more more work. Um, and I just wanted to talk a little bit more about that, if that's okay. This win win, and 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 I, I think it really does link back to your why. You know, what what why why because I know you've been on such the hunt to find this, and I remember just tuning and thinking. I just really love this because, you you know, this is not about being greedy and screwing over a team member, right, where they lose and you win because at the end, as we all know, that doesn't pan out anyway. You're you're very keen on ensuring that they're going to have an amazing future, an amazing career, and I would assume very, very well looked after financially. Um, but can we just talk a little bit about this win-win and why this is important for you and um, why this is motivating for you? Yeah, I think um – you hit the nail on the head there. It does come down to they just about feel like family. Like we do really like them. <laughs> so, um, and so that makes you want to do whatever you can to, you know, it's a bit like having, you know, son-in-law, daughter-in-law or whatever, but you um, you want them to do really well in life. I think um, that's that's the other thing. Like they're working so hard. They're striving so hard They um, to, to get somewhere in life. And so it's just nice to have, a little bit of a part in that, I suppose, to help give them a bit of a leg up. We've had lots of opportunities given to us along the way. I'm not sure that we've really been handed, we haven't really been handed money, but we've been handed lots of opportunities. And so, you know, we feel like we're at the stage now where it's nice to be able to pay that forward a bit and provide opportunities for other people as well. So it's just, yeah, it's just a really nice feeling. And and it's going to be fantastic for us because we will, we can see that Freedom Farm coming. It's, um, so, you know, it is a real, it's turning in hopefully into a real win-win. We've still got a long way to go yet. Like um, none of this is in place yet. We've employed them full time pretty much, mm-hmm. um, but we haven't sort of got them, brought them into the ownership of the business yet. That will, yeah. we're aiming for February. February 2020 is our aim to get it up and running. So okay. and we've got a lot of work to do between now and then to get it all in place and set up. Okay. So and if it's okay, I, I would like to just explore what the plan is in February 2020 and then I'm going to take a backward step because I want to then get really clear on, on what you've got them both doing right now and how they've created, if you like, leverage for you now. But can I just get get yeah help um, everyone tuning in to understand what what's the plan in, in February two thousand and twenty? What, what what are you hoping to achieve? So yeah, so the aim at that stage is we are going to we'll basically set up a whole new business structure um, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll actually leave at the moment we've got both land and business in a trust and so our plan is to leave the the land in the trust, so we'll continue to um, control that, own that, yep. and then we'll set up a whole new operations business, um, which Aaron and Annika will have a share in. So the operations will that will own the sheep and potentially the machinery. There's still things that we're trying to work out, but potentially the machinery will be owned in that, and that will be where basically all the operations are done. And so the aim is for Aaron and Annika to purchase a share in that. And um, we've had lots of discussions with lots of people and, um, you know, the thoughts at this stage are it's really good for them to uh, actually buy in and have some debt. And so they've really got skin in the game and um, it's, you know, debt's really motivating, we've found. So so, um, just think that that will be good. Um, I guess just on that, what the... They, they want to be farmers, but to get into farming now, there's just so much capital involved in land. So yeah. I guess 
yeah, but whereas they can get into farming, they, they actually won't own any, any land at this stage, but they'll they'll own sheep and they'll own machinery and it'll be, then it'll be basically leasing leasing the land back. So that's why the operations business. So it's giving you know them without a huge amount of capital, they've got some to be able to buy into farming, basically, yeah, without having to own the land. I mean, I personally think it's it's brilliant because um, you're you know from from just an outside perspective, you you found some incredibly passionate people that tick the boxes of the values. They tick the boxes of the get it, want it capacity. And you're now finding a way to, um, if you like, retain them long term um, as well, which is a which is a, a fantastic win for you because then you don't have to get caught up in finding new team members and, you know, you can build that long-term relationship and and then you're giving them a shot at being owners, um, which which is something that they're striving for, I would imagine. And, you know, you're giving them the opportunity to own something and take on even more responsibility um, and you, you've given yourself that that February 2020 timeframe to unravel, as you said, Tim, find out, you know, what what exactly are they buying into. Um, it's really, I, I mean, by the way, if, if anyone has feedback as we go along on this as well and can help um, Tim and Cheryl point them in the right direction to get even more clarity on this or you know someone who's doing this, please, please share because I'm sure they would um, enjoy um, learning more about this. Um, and, and so can, can have, I just want everyone to see that for a moment, Cheryl and Tim, that, you know, there's just a clearly defined win-win. And, and let's just put it back for a moment for you, uh, Cheryl and Tim. What's the win for you in this? Um, yeah, we our intention, like long term, is to actually step right back out, pretty much of um, of the actual day to day running of the farm. That's you know we're, we're talking potentially you know ten years here, I suppose, by the time we step out completely. But um, but the we I guess we we love farming, we love the business, and so we want to stay involved. So we didn't want to, you know, lease our farm and step right out of it or sell the farm. Um, we still want to stay involved. And so at this stage, you know, we'll, we'll just gradually ease back out over the next 10 years, but um, always stay involved, well, for a long, longer period of time, stay involved on at board level. So because um, uh, Aaron and Annika, that's our next step is to bring them in on our board. That will start early next year. And, um, and so... I guess we're sort of hoping that it will work, that we can stay involved at board level. Um, no doubt Tim will pop in and out for a long time <laughs> doing, you know, uh, the work on the farm when needed, I suppose. But um, it's allowing us to just step back and let them take on more of the responsibility. And um, yeah. well, I guess um, for me, like I can see going forward, like it's, it's, it's giving me more time to do more of the strategic type stuff, um, which basically we've been – in chaos for a little while <laughs> so just to give us a whole year or so just to get that strategic stuff happening and just all, all that the stuff that we've been doing but only just doing but probably not quite well enough so just really giving us that time to to make sure we do those things I, I guess just a bit of a backward step on what we were saying before but you do, you do need to have a profitable business about to go down this track at the end of the day. Like it's, if you haven't got a profitable business, you've got to get your business model right first, yes. um, which is number one key, basically. But, um, and, and just another, just what you are talking before, like there was a lot of people in the district, like farmers around the area, and I was seeing a lot of really good employees just leaving. And 
they couldn't retain them and, you know, the grass was greener somewhere else. But, you know, I don't think it was about the money or anything like that. It was just more about where their future was. So to us, we just thought there's got to be a, a better way or a different way to do this. So I guess that's why that's part of our why of why we've gone down this track of thinking there's got to be a better way. Um, so that's why we're on this journey, I guess you'd say. I mean, I I just think it's uh, what you're doing is, is pretty amazing. And and uh, and, and Anna, Anna Spears has written a couple of questions. I'll come back to those very shortly if that's okay. But I've just got a couple of other clarifying questions um, here too because – and you've been um, – very open and you've been farming for a long time and as you said before Cheryl and Tim you, you've been I mean you, you say you've been very lucky to have opportunities I think you've attracted these in because you, you're both so great grateful and you know I, I, you've you've been working on personal development and on educating yourselves for as how long by the way Tim and Cheryl have you been doing programs and educating yourselves like yeah, well, I guess we started off like when we first started farming. Like I, I didn't have any farming background, so that's when I had to start learning, which was great. Like right from I started when I was twenty-five farming, and just over fifty now. So, so yeah, that's been learning the whole way. And we did a rural business management course right at the very start. And Cheryl was going doing the the rural business stuff anyway. So that was yeah. that was pretty helpful. Yeah. And the and the the what you were saying before you you're at that place where you've got a profitable company you've got an opportunity to hand over the keys to someone else to take on leadership not just the the the, the technical role I can hear you're grooming you're grooming Aaron and Anika I would imagine particularly Aaron in this case to, to to take on the leadership to eventually make those decisions for you which will then ideally free you up as well to as you were saying Tim work more on the strategic direction of your business. And as you both point out, being on boards of other farming businesses as well. Let's talk a little bit more about that because I know that's also a big passion of yours, your, the ability to give back and help other farmers. Yeah, I guess um, we have been lucky enough to have the opportunity to um, sit on a couple of boards. Um, that's only just started in the last few months and um, just really enjoying that, enjoying the the challenge of that and I guess we like to think that we might hopefully be helping a bit as well and um, and so yeah I guess we're just seeing that as something that we could potentially do a bit more of in the future um, if, you know if we, when we free up some time uh, we don't want to be sitting around twiddling our thumbs so um, just looking at what uh, options are out there and that's something that we both really enjoy enjoy doing together and um, yeah, we'd love to be able to add some value to others, I guess. I think it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's the old saying, isn't it? The um, I call it the learn, the earn, the return. You, you go through the learning phase, then you go through the earning phase, and then you go through the returning phase. And, and it's, very, it's very typical. I see this in, in all industries where um, every industry that I've been in, when, when someone's done very, very well in their industry and they've achieved their financial needs, they want to give back, and um, that's the natural progression. So I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. Um, now Anna's just asked a quick question here, which I will ask. Who else is on your board? Um, yeah, at the moment it's only us and uh, two adult children. Um, they we've kept kept them we've had them on the board uh, right from the start because we wanted to make sure, well, a number of reasons, but we wanted to wanted them to have a really good look at our business and have a really good understanding of our business so that they can make a choice as to whether they be involved or not. Yeah. Um, and 
We also wanted to make sure that we're communicating with them every step of the way and they're involved in the decisions around bringing other people in, uh, like as in bringing Aaron and Annika in, so that at the end of the day, if, you know, they suddenly decide they want to be farmers, well, you know, it's 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 their decision. Like, you know, they can't blame us for, <laughs> for this happening and them, them not having any say in it. So, um, and, uh, and they've both... Well, they've both been they've both worked on the farm at different times and got some really quite valuable skills that they have brought to the board just a different you know looking at it from the outside so that's been good but starting in January we're also um, bringing in uh, a guy that we've talked a lot to about this whole idea um, and he's been involved in setting up corporate farms and so he's going to join our board starting in January and then of course Aaron and Annika will join as well so um, so, yeah, we've just been filling our way a bit, I suppose, over the last few years with the board, um, just doing it at a just the family level sort of thing, but looking forward now to expanding out further. Well, I guess just, yeah, I guess, I guess just with our, our children, just to explain the situation that um, we've, we've given them every opportunity to be on the farm and, and they're just enjoying their own careers at the moment, and which is fantastic. We really love that they're enjoying what they do. And um, so they, they, it's not like we're pushing them out um, and they're just more than open for us to better bring someone else in and for us to enjoy our life, you know, as in have more opportunities to go away and, and that sort of thing, take them on holidays and pay for it, no doubt. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but so, yeah, so I guess in, in our whole big plan, we, we, we are going to have a time frame that will leave them an opportunity opportunity to be involved in the farm so we're not cutting them out by any means so but I guess we just didn't want to be in the situation I've seen some farmers that hang around forever waiting for the sun to come back onto the farm and then he decides he doesn't want to or whatever and you put your life on hold so I guess we didn't want to put our life on hold waiting for our kids to make a decision so we think we've got a, a business that's big enough and good enough that our kids could be incorporated into our farm you know, when they get to the age of 30, they might want to decide to have a family. They want to be farmers too. And I think that will be a perfect opportunity because I've seen lots of father-son relationships that are quite difficult. And and then it might it won't be me that's actually managing our children. It might be, it's probably going to be Aaron. So, um, yeah, if they do come into the farm. So, um, yeah, and, yeah, which I think would be great. I think that would help our relationship. Yeah, anyway, so, yeah, that's just a little side point. Brilliant. If he, if he plays up, Aaron can suck him and be the, be the bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just want to step back into the current reality uh, where Aaron and Anika are at right now today. Um, and I just, just get my head around, firstly, Anika, what does she do? What's her role and, and what's her skill set? Um, yeah, actually, she's she's quite amazing. But having come from Germany with a non-farming background, she's just embraced everything that we've thrown at her. So, um, so she does work out on the farm a lot. Um, so she's uh, a lot of work with the sheep. Um, plus, you know, as we said before, she's roller driver at seeding time and um, chaser bin driver at harvest. And in between, she's spreading fertilizer and whatever else we throw at her. Um, but I've also got her now um, coming. I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm training her up to do the bookkeeping side of things, and more and more of the office side of things. So it's it's sort of an area that um, 
look, we've sort of agonised over a bit as to whether uh, to have her doing it or have someone else doing it. But we feel like it's, it'd be really valuable for her to understand the the other side of the, the farm business, I suppose. And she's really keen. Um, and so, yeah, and that, I mean, they're just so keen about everything, but they just want to know everything, <laughs> um, you know, as far as the I'm farm really goes. And so, yeah, so it's um, it made sure everything's really transparent as well. They know exactly what they're getting into and, um, and you know, good insight into the what's involved in the office and the, the biggest problem is that Tim keeps pinching her out on the farm and <laughs> I um, have trouble getting her in the office, but, um, yeah, we're getting there. Okay. Does she um, report to both of you or one of you? How does that work? She reports to Tim, basically, um, yeah. and I just say, Tim, can I have her for a little while, please? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess her role, she is fairly flexible. Like, so um, she likes to go out and do this and that, which is that totally fine, suits us. Quite well, so I guess we yeah. just be clear on when we when we do need her at certain times that you know that flexibility might not be there, but um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, in, in the in between stages, she has the flexibility to go and do other things. So which yeah, it's working really well. It's really good. And um, Aaron, so what 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 specifically is is he doing for you um, in in the current reality in now? Yeah, well, at the moment the uh, headers are rolling, and uh, we're we're right into we got into harvest a couple of days ago. So um, yeah, if it wasn't for them being there, I wouldn't be sitting here now. It's all happening without without me uh, being there, which I, I have total faith in the guys that uh, they'll work it out. So yeah, so I, yeah, I feel really yeah. He's basically learning everything. Basically, I'm going through the process now because I've got a lot of stuff in my head that I'm just, every time I'm making decisions now, I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I need to talk with Aaron about that. So um, yeah, there's so much stuff that is just experience, but it's not down on paper how you make those decisions. Like we've we've gone through and we do our yearly plans and, you know, with the sheep, we can, we, we've got dates that everything works by, which is fine, but then cropping, it's not quite that simple. It's, it's, Works around the weather, so um, so yeah. I guess I'm just trying to really make sure I communicate really well, and just about every decision that we're making, I'm talking with him and just just trying to get what's in my head into his head, and, and he he really takes it on board and has a real good understanding of what's going on. So he's very multi multi skilled, and he and he does seem to like a lot of young guys don't like sheep, but he he can share and he can do. Yeah, There's not much he can't do actually. So yeah, which is great. He's actually a um, a clone of Tim. But I mean, just on that note, though, Tim, how important is it to have that relationship gelling? Um, when 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 you've just got that ability, I would imagine, in in your case, to bounce off each other, work closely together, um, and as you're saying, that trust. Would you would you agree that that's just such an important component to a strong working relationship? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think. Well, to take someone on this role, like you just you've got to like him, like you know, and, and he's like a son to me, and you you, you got to like you got to like him, you know, you love him, and um, I guess yeah. learning the leadership, and I guess it's been a bit of a transition in our business now because I'm now I'm discussing more stuff with Aaron and maybe not with Cheryl, so <laughs> sort of got to get you know that's a changing changing of the guard type thing, and you know, and I think one of the most important things in this whole role is being able to let go. And um, I, I'm finding that sort of quite easy. And, and so, you know, um, 
yeah, I think that's something that people have to really be open to letting go and, and okay, people might not do things quite how you do, but sometimes they might do things way better and, and um, give them the opportunity. And, and like you said before, bringing young people into the business, like so much technology now um, that they pick it up really well, like, say, the technology side of things. And, yeah, so bringing young people in, like we talked about before, just energy and enthusiasm and, like, I look at it, our business, if we um, give away, or not give away, that we're selling the share of our business, but in the long term, that our percentage of that, that business is going to grow anyway because, you know, you've brought good people in. So that's just the way I look at it, that we can just, you know, bring these good people in and they're going to help grow our business and we'll be way better off than we were before. I mean, it's so good to hear this and and. I just want to just go back a step and you said you find it easy to let go. Um, why is that? Why do you find it easy? And, and um, why, why – a second question following that, why, why do you think some farmers find it really challenging doing that? Well, um, I'm looking forward. Actually, next year we're actually um, – we're not doing a share farm probably. So actually we're, we're actually cutting back on what we're doing. And I'm, I'm looking forward. I, for, for me, it's going to be like I'm on long service leave. I haven't had a long service leave ever in my life. So I'm, I can't wait. And there's, you know, Cheryl's already booked up about half, six months worth of stuff we're doing. And, um, you know, so, yeah, so we're, you know, we're going to go to the Kimberleys next year and do lots of these things that we just haven't been able to do. So I, I just think bring it on. Like, and, you know, there's so many things that we would like to do and haven't basically had the time to get away from the farm like, because we can't leave in big periods. So now we've got someone that can take look after things. We trust them 100% and they'll work it out. Like There's always another way of doing it. It's like if we have to get a contractor in, we'll get a contractor in. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's what makes it easy for me to let go because of that. Um, and I think the other second part of the question, why can't some farmers let go? Maybe because they haven't got something to go move on to, to look forward to. They need, it's all about self-esteem, having something. You know, I, you know, if you haven't got something to look forward to, what's my role in life now? So if the son comes along and takes over, he's running the farm, what's my role? So you just need to find yourself a role and, you know, have things to look forward to in your life that uh, you really, you know, that get you out of bed in the morning, that you want to learn something or do something, help someone else. Yeah, so I guess that's maybe what some people can't do. You've got a why. You've got a why. Um, and, I mean, Cheryl, I'll ask you this question. How important is it for, for you having that, that deadline of February 2020, that, that target that gives you, if you like, a, a goalpost to say, right, by here, we need to do ABC to, to, to let go, to, to really let go of the, the leadership of this business. How, how important was it having that, that, that date in, in the diary? Yeah, that's absolutely critical. Like it's it's one of those things where oh, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be put into place, so it's easy to put those things off because uh, some of that's not that easy to um, work out. And so, but we've got a deadline. We've committed to Aaron and Annika that we're going to have it in place by then. And so we will make it happen. Like whereas it would be easy to just go and and in fact, you know. Each time we get busy, we sort of say to Aaron and Annika, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get on with it, but um, we're just busy at the moment. Like it would be easy to keep doing that, <laughs> whereas when we've got that that day, it's, it, we've, we've promised them it's going to happen by then, so it's got to, so it will. Well, I guess just on that, we, we're going to spend this whole next year working out policies of 
everything around the farm because there are so so many grey areas in this. Um, yeah. So that's where we really need open and honest communication. Like, you know, one of the things is, okay, who gets fuel out of the fuel bowser for personal personal use? And you know, there's lots, there's just so many little things on, and like also how capital is spent on the land and, you know, because we're an operations business now, how do we get, you know, we spend money on the land. And so there's a lot of things to work out, but we're bringing in, um, this other guy, Jeff McDonald, um, has been involved with collaborative farming. That's had a lot of experience in this situation, and he's super excited about what we're trying to do because he thinks there's really a lot of opportunity. Like a lot of collaborative farming has been just a cropping situation where we've got sheep as well, so it does complicate things a bit. But like, like he says, there's there's nothing that can't be worked out as long as everyone's clear on it, and you come up with a policy. And if you come up against something that's a problem, okay, you haven't got a policy on it, well, we need to work out a policy. So, yeah, and I guess with all this, we have big things working out an exit plan and, well, yeah, for everyone. So it's really clear on on entry and exit that it's it, it's got to be it's got to be simple. And I, I really think this is just a really good model for farming in general, really, because I think um, it just really tidies up your whole operation on um, you, you can't be overcapitalizing the machinery you've just got to, you've got to make it work otherwise you, you're not going to make a profit um, if you've got too much money tied up if you're paying leases on machinery and you've got, got too much money tied up um, you're not you're not going to make a profit and there'll be no dividend to share out at the end of the day so yeah. it's, uh, yeah it's really 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 I think it's a really great model myself oh I do too and um, I'm sure Can I just butt in, Andrew? yes please. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's what you're doing is fantastic. And, I, you know, for everyone that's listening, I think one of the things that you need to realise is that if you own a farm business, then really you, you're an investor in land and you run a business. And they're two separate things. The fact yeah. that you actually run your business on your land is coincidental. Um, and I think that what, you know, the structure you're moving to is, is as you say, Tim, is gives you the opportunity to really separate the, the the situation of the land owner and the, and as an investor in farming land and the land operator and and will will help you absolutely to focus on um you know on the efficiencies in the business as a, as an operator and making sure that the, the business is as good as it can be and it's one of the things I liked so much about the Boltos structure and the fact that they're leasing you know they have an operations company and they lease their land it's exactly the same scenario and because what it does is it puts a huge amount of rigor around the operations business it's not you know that business has to stand up on its own it can't it can't fail because if it fails it doesn't have the land to fall back to fall fall, uh, fall back to so i just think it's i think it's great it's a great model yeah 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 no, i totally agree well, i guess the other thing for us going forward is um if we're, we're moving out so we're not We'll get paid in this new system. We'll, we'll get paid a wage, and okay, I might be half timed, which is fine. Um, but we also get money for the lease of our land, so that that gives us. Well, we we still owe some money on land, so we're about to pay the principal back over a period of time. But we're, we're getting income, so we can move out of farming, and we're going to get a, a very nice income, you know, for the rest of our life. And if we've got a good business, we've got good people that run. Run our run the operation. You know we can pull right out of the operations if we like, but we're still getting a, a, a good income, and you know we can remain on the board. So there's, there's three different levels of how we can stay involved. So I guess um, yeah, do you want to add more? Yeah, yeah, and I think sometimes um, 
you see the, the younger generation coming through and they're wanting to expand the business and grow and, you know, get it all happening. And you've got the older generation who's been through all that and they get to the stage where they just go, I don't know that we want to go through that sort of risk again. Um, and so this is going to remove that. Like we've, we've got ourselves, we'll be set up, we'll have, um, you know, the income coming in from the lease and the wages and whatever it might be. Um they, they can go for it as far as the business goes and do whatever they like um, and it's not going to impact on us. So yeah. um, we won't be holding them back, which I think that will be really good. There will be none, none of that conflict that can occur there. Yeah, yeah. They Let them use their innovation and have a crack. Um, yeah. I mean, Anna Spears has, 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 made a, has asked, I think, a great question here as well, uh, which is do you let them make decisions even if you don't agree? Well, I guess... We haven't had that situation yet because I, I think like bringing them in is that they're going to be decision 100% like with us making decisions. So like it's a 50-50 decision. But like I don't think there's anything that you can't talk about and work out. So um, and I know we've talked with uh, Jeff McDonald about the situation. He's involved in lots of boards. And he said he's never come up against it because you mostly just got to talk about everything and work it out. And there's, there's always fours and against, and it's just a matter of just going through the conversation. And and so, yeah, I, I guess at this stage we, we are the, the key decision makers in the business, and it's but you know I guess it's just about communication really. And yeah. and also just add, um, I, I think they've got a lot of respect for you know us and or Tim and his decision making, but I mean we've got a lot of respect for them as well, and so I, I think that if they did make a decision that we don't necessarily agree with, um, we'd be prepared to go with it because we trust them and, and you know, um, think, well, <laughs> they they can have a go. Like, they can give it a, give it a shot. They obviously feel like there's something there. So, I mean, we, we don't have all the answers and um, it'll be great to be challenged, I suppose, by their thinking and um, and their differing points of view will be, will, you know, be a good challenge for us to let them have a go. I also think that every decisions every decisions a learning opportunity as well. So, you know, if, if if decisions are made and they don't turn out not to be, you know, the right decision, it doesn't matter. It's a learning opportunity. It's a way for um, Aaron Annika and and even yourselves to grow further. Um, you know, you're not um, all of you together are not going to get all all of the decisions right. You never do, but um, so long as the major decisions have the the, the amount of thought um, and effort and energy put into them that they require, then you, you won't get too many of those wrong. Um, because you actually got you've actually got more perspectives in the decision making process. You've got much more chance of actually making a good decision when you've got more people contributing than you do if you're just doing it on your own. Because it's very hard often to keep emotion out of major decisions. Um, but when you've got several people involved, then they can you know they can come in with a counterpoint and take that emotion away from those decisions. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to say exact same thing. Like it's it's already really good having a few more heads um, when it comes to making decisions. They you know they're having quite a bit of input already, and it's fantastic. It's yeah. like farming. Farming is just so much decision making. Like we've been through a period in the last month where we've had to. The season hasn't turned out how we would have planned it initially, but so you know we've gone from all the decision making and okay, do we do we cut the crops of hay and whatever and this. It's just constant decision-making daily, and that's where I think is one of the real keys of farming is being a very, very good decision-maker and a, a quick decision-maker. Don't procrastinate. And and I think that's sort of something I'm trying with Aaron is to, you know, decisions we've got to, you know, 
daily, 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 there's decisions happening all the time on what we're going to do and how we're going to go about it. And, and yeah, to, to be really clear and, yeah, concise on, yep, let's do it. Let's, we made a decision. Let's go for it. Make it work. Like, so it's, to be a really good decision maker is just super important. Otherwise, things just don't happen on time. Yeah. In, in all business. In all business, in all? not just farming. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Um, I'm just going to put my summary on some of the key things that I've learnt from, from um, doing this interview um, in no particular order, but number one, have a profitable business. I think it's just fantastic. Um, number two, um, that if you're going to do this, you have to have alignment in values and you have to tick the box, get it one at capacity. And as you've identified, um, I think you've, you've been very – Fortunate, but I, it's easy to use the word fortunate, but you've attracted this because of the people you are. So I want to drop that word. I mean, it's showing up for you because you, 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 you're ready for it. Um, but Aaron um, and, and Anika are the right people. From As you, you, you said, Aaron's um, he picks things up quickly. He's big picture. And I think that's key, right? I, I, for me, one of the biggest lessons that I've, I can take away from this is you're grooming another leader. So, so the best leaders in business are the ones that groom another leader. And the the third thing I want to point out is you've got a deadline, which is February 2020. It's brilliant. You've got a date, something to work towards, which just gets them gets everything in, in motion. And, you know, I don't think because of that deadline, um, you're now realizing as well, Tim, particularly that, wow, I've got to get everything out of my head. And you mentioned the word into systems and processes. And not only that, I have to start training um, Aaron and Anika to make decisions. So you're because of that deadline, it's forcing you to do these things. But you probably wouldn't have put that deadline in if you didn't have the what's next, as you mentioned before, Tim. Which which is your why? You know, you're ready. You're you're at a you're at a stage in your lives where you're ready for the freedom farm. You're not going to create a freedom farm if you don't have a why. I mean, I know for a fact Greg's at the same place in his vet clinic. He's he was ready for that journey, um, and and without the why. And without knowing what you're going to do, because farmers are busy people anyway. So it's not like you're going to be, create a freedom farm to sit down. I mean, you're wise to become more strategic. You're wise to do some traveling and you're wise to give back to other farmers. You know, you're both, you're both really clear on that. And that's what's forcing this whole thing, thing in motion. And, and the other thing that I just picked up, I just love that. We've said it already, but separating the land and the business. And holding onto the land as the asset, but but um, using the business and giving them an option to buy in. I, that's another key thing. I don't. I think um, gifting them that business would would cause some sabotage. The fact that they've got to cough up some money and buy in will, will bring more ownership, more commitment, and it's a really clear win-win. You're seeking win-win. Um, I'm sure there's more, but they were some of the key key things that I picked up and. I just want to point out that this model would work in all businesses. Um, you know, I, I, I really, I, I could take this interview and share this with all companies outside of farming and and I'm sure Greg would agree with me. This is very, 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 very valuable. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share or say before finishing this interview? Um, firstly, Cheryl. Um, yeah, I'd like to say it's actually we've got Farm Owners Academy. You, you and Greg absolutely for this because um, that first two-day workshop that we went to and we sat down and, and had to think about our 10-year goals, 
um, that's where it all started. Like up until then, we were just going along day to day doing whatever and not really thinking where we wanted to be down the track. And um, and so what that did is it got us got us on the same page, got that clarity thing happening, and um, and so now here we are. So uh, and and you know had you guys to bounce ideas off of all the way along. It's just been perfect timing for us and fantastic. Oh, thank you very much, Tim. Thank you. And, um, yeah, I guess talk to us in um, two, two years' time and see how we're going. And I'm sure we've had lots of learnings along the way. So, um, yeah, well, uh, it's, well, I guess one of the things, well, because we've had the goal of where we wanted to be, well, we've been through lots of chaos in our business, as in just not busy, just like every farmer is out there. You go through your really busy periods and, you know, you work you know, probably way more hours than you really should be. So, um, but... For me, it's been okay because I've had that end goal of where we wanted to get to and it feels like things aren't happening fast enough. But, you know, it's, it's just part of the journey and as Tracy tells tells us, you've got to go through the law, the law of relativity, that's it, so you make sure you appreciate, um, yeah, when you get to that stage of you know, where we can really just sit back and enjoy it. And I really, really look forward to my future or our future together and going forward just to really start enjoying all of our hard work and you know we've sort of built up a really good business and you know we've got in, income coming in and let's enjoy it yeah, yeah, yeah thank you greg any closing comments yeah i just uh just one for the, the two of you and that is that uh just watch out you don't actually end up busier than you are now once you've actually created the freedom farm uh, I, I predict that might might be the case it's 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 unfortunately happened in my situation so <laughs> uh, not unfortunately it's fortunately because i'm working on things i really love but uh but um you know it's uh you you, you can i mean you all sorts of opportunities uh open up and they will for you as well and i, I know that's the case and so you know just be clear about the ones that you take on and, and make sure that you really enjoy uh, enjoy the ones that you get involved in because uh, you've done the hard graft uh, and one of the great parts about having a mature business that you can hand on and either still be a part of or you know still be getting income from is the ability to just to sit back and really be p- pleased and proud with what you've achieved but also pleased and proud to see the next level of development in that business to see it going forward I mean always you know you're always hoping that the the, the next structure or the next people that take it on will do you know as good a job or a better job than you've done and and uh, and take pride in that so but yeah just 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 be careful you don't end up, end up more busy than you are now good advice, good advice thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much Cheryl and Tim it's it's inspiring and I intuitively feel you're on the on the right path with this and I think you've I think uh, spot on can you know that you had the idea a few years ago and I remember speaking to you on the phone and, and talking to you today it just feels so much closer to what it just feels so right what you're doing so that's my that's my feeling um and all the best with it and uh thank you thank you for sharing this yep thank you very much yeah thanks it's been a, been a good opportunity to mull back all over it again so um yeah <laughs> all right well signing off thank you take care everyone how good was that um again fantastic uh just sharing uh, from Cheryl and Tim, and just an amazing business and passionate people and willingness to learn, and, and uh, they're, they're just so, so positive. So, again, thank you so much, Cheryl and Tim, and I really hope you got an idea or two from that. Um, just to reiterate, that's our mission at Farm Owners Academy is to help farmers 
learn to ultimately run a freedom farm that is a profitable company that has the ability to work without you. And not everyone wants that, but it absolutely at least provides options for you. So we hope you enjoyed that and um, reach out to us if you'd like to talk more about our coaching and mentoring program. But for now, take care and we'll see you on the next one. Bye now.